0: Hi, quick disclaimer before we start. We are not financial advisors, and this is not financial advice. We're just two idiots sharing our own opinions. With that in mind, please enjoy the first episode of The Alien and the Jester. Are we using our real names? I didn't even think about that.
1: Um, our- alright. Fuck you, Avs.
0: And that's, the, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> we got the awkward thing out of the way. I don't really have the name of this thing yet. I think it will come along at some point. I plan to make a logo as well, John. Yeah. Um, I have an idea about that, but I'll run that through you after everything is done. But let's start with how are you doing?
1: Yo, the thing about that is I don't even think we necessarily need like a logo or like it's not as important i think Mm. the most important thing is like the content right like i feel like there are podcasts out there that are like so professional they're like so refined Mm -hmm. and they have all like the bells and whistles but there's nothing of like substance being said like the opinions and um like the topics it's not like what people want to hear so it doesn't even matter that it has all the production quality
0: Ah, okay. so
1: i feel like as long as we have and i think we will because we'll talk about like controversial or interesting things and we we'll, are like talk from <laughs> the heart you know okay yeah I, I think that's um gonna be way more important okay. so yeah i'm i'm good man okay i'm happy to be here happy to talk to you
0: yeah this is uh th- it's gonna be interesting i think uh finding the direction of this podcast is going to be half the fun and probably have to work um, like you said sharing opinions is you know it's interesting I kind of foresaw this thing to be a aimless conversations we talk about serious we may talk about serious stuff but there should uh, I never saw, thought of it as oh this is a political podcast or this is a historical or an anime I was thinking of well we're going to talk about everything does that make sense
1: that, yeah i i like that idea yeah. i feel like that's basically i i feel like that's good because uh, we have a variety of opinions on all sorts of things so we don't need an agenda okay but like, yeah we I could like clickbait that. people though like
0: <laughs> talking about elon
1: musk right right exactly <laughs>
0: Actually, speaking of, you know what, let's jump to the first topic. Let's. Well, before we do that, why don't, you, why don't we introduce ourselves a little bit. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, we've been talking about starting something like this for a similar long time. Um, I'm Abs. This is John. I'm Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe, John. He goes by any J name. And that's really it. Uh, as we sp- you know what let's go with the clickbait, clickbait topic cryptocurrency and elon mm. musk it's so this is being recorded but by- so if this is probably gonna come out like five months later uh and people are gonna listen to this like three four years later when john you become a millionaire uh this is being recorded 2021 may 19th so crypto just uh, just bombed today Bitcoin is in the in the trash. Doge and Doge is in the trash. Now you have very interesting. Actually, you have very interesting opinion about Bitcoin. Do you mm-hmm. think it's going to recover from this? And before before you answer that, please go on about your conspiracy behind it.
1: <laughs> first of all, it's not a conspiracy. Uh-huh. Okay, let me let me clarify a few things. Okay. So to all of our listeners, not even like a few months ago, I was extremely bullish on Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. When people asked me for price targets, asking if it was possible for Bitcoin to be like 400-500K and these are like insane numbers, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I actually like thought it was possible. Like I was very, very bullish. What I see right now happening is uh, yes. Crypto is on a downturn. But I feel like for Bitcoin, it is like the beginning of the end. Ah, okay. And I'm shocked when I see people who don't believe it, even with all of like the mounting evidence.
0: Now, what are... You you can summarize it, but what are these mounting evidence?
1: So with Bitcoin, I guess one of the main... There are several things um, and I can list them out. Like mm-hmm. one of them is Tether,
0: mm-hmm, right. uh, which
1: is a stable coin, which I believe to be highly fraudulent. Number two is Bitcoin's reliance and dependence on China. Right. And number three is uh, Bitcoin's uh, energy usage. I would say those are kind of like the three... Uh, big ones. So for the first one, Tether, you can check this on like Coin Market Cap as well. A lot of Bitcoin's volume is driven by this stable coin called Tether. Now, mm-hmm. what a stable coin is is essentially a cryptocurrency that is tied to an actual currency, such as the U.S. dollar. In this case, Tether. So how that works is. You want to trade cryptocurrency in your country, but you're not able to do it directly from your currency to Bitcoin, for example. So what you'll do is you will buy Tether and then you will trade Tether for Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. The issue is, um, and a lot of Bitcoin's volume is through Tether, by the way. If you look on CoinMarketCap, you can see 55% of Bitcoin's volume is through this stable coin called Tether. And that's fine the problem is with how tether is not transparent at all and is also tied to a fraudulent company called bitfinex right uh bitfinex has been involved with a lot of fraudulent kind of news such as like money laundering or gambling i believe just black market activities so i think that's a like major red flag and Tether itself, although initially it was supposed to be backed one to one, like one tether is equal to one dollar when it first came out, they have slowly updated their website and kind of their uh, PR to say, oh no, we're not backed one to one. We're just backed by seventy five cents for every tether. And yeah, they had
0: to yes. they got caught with that, right? Because they were saying they were backed one to one and then right, right. And they I kind of back
1: backpedaled and now most recently um in the light of the New York Attorney General investigating them like, right. for, like first of all the New York Attorney General investigating you I feel like that's not that's already not a good sign um <laughs> like innocent people usually do not get investigated well, by Well New that's York not General we we can't we, you
0: can't no say reason. that that's uh, not true we can't do that <laughs> so the New York Attorney General's
1: right without, yeah. so Maybe that's just my opinion, but I don't think innocent people usually get investigated by the New York Attorney General. I feel like there usually is some sort of reason they go after you, like someone complaining, and they actually decided to settle for eighteen million dollars, which is kind of a red flag in itself. Like I don't think innocent people decide to settle okay. no, for I, eighteen point okay. five million dollars. I have
0: to dis- I have to step in. Okay, first of all, settling doesn't prove guilt, one and to because they're investigated doesn't necessarily and I overall agree with you actually on all of this but just because they're investigated uh, doesn't mean there's a lot of people who have been investigated convicted and were not at, were turned out that they were innocent all along true so we can't necessarily just take that as evidence I think everything else you put up is interesting anyway
1: continue okay um. Innocent until proven guilty. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, that is true. Um, so yes, they decided to settle after they already tried to hold off the court case mm-hmm. for as long as possible by I mean, with these kind of like white-collar court cases, there's so many ways to try to get around it. Like, oh, That's New York fair. Attorney General yeah. asks for evidence. Oh, okay, Tedder prints out a million pages in quote unquote evidence and sends it to the office of the New York Attorney General. Mm-hmm and what are you going to do like imagine imagine the secretary of the new york attorney general general's office like you get paid i don't know like pro- probably like let let's say let's say you get paid 70k a year and you now have a million pages to go through mm-hmm. like are you going to go through the million pages or are you just going to take the settlement for 18.5 million dollars like you're probably going to take the quick buck like you don't want to go through all that evidence. So they settled. But I think the fact that Tether decided to settle and take that um, opportunity means that there is something going on here. I feel like if they were really perfectly clean, they wouldn't just decide to part with $18.5 million because they're still not scotch-free. There are kind of tenants in that um, settlement where tether still has to provide i think quarterly um reports on their financials and most recently um so right now what today is may 19th i think a few days ago they actually came out with a transparency report and it was pathetic like it honestly looked like some powerpoint presentation that a high school not not even high school like a middle schooler came up with it was Two hey, pie I, charts.
0: I did a gr- I did great <laughs> presentations in middle school, so I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> it was literally two pie charts, and uh, guess what? Um, initially, Tether said what? They were supposed to be one-to-one backed, like one Tether is mm-hmm. a dollar, and then they kind of backpedaled and said it was one Tether to 75 cents. And now uh, it comes out that they're actually backed one Tether to 3 cents. Wow. Yeah. And everything else kind of comes from what are like I think commercial um IOUs basically, which I don't even like I don't even know. There's no transparency into that, honestly. Um they might as well be like the same kind of uh what is it like the subprime, I don't know, the CDs or
0: yeah, right, from right, the big right. short.
1: Like it, it's just financial kind of to me it's might as well be fabricated. Um Wow. And I think that's really damning. So that's that's one. So they, they still need to provide quarterly reports. And another thing is just the sheer amount of volume going through Tether is kind of hard mm-hmm. to believe. I think right now it's like... Let me just quickly do a spot check for the market cap of Tether. Um,
0: Yeah, fellas, we do our research here. John is not speaking... Out of his bum.
1: Market cap of Tether is $50 billion. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of doubtful that $50 billion of Tether is actually in circulation. So what I think is happening and what other people think is happening, there are other, there are actually a lot of people that are in this boat, some extremely notable ones that I will get into uh, soon. Mm. I doubt that $50 billion Tethers are actually in circulation, and I feel that Tether is printing Tether, buying Bitcoin with that printed Tether, basically fake money, and then selling that Bitcoin for real money, US dollars. So by doing so, they're using fake money to buy Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. That falsely props up the Bitcoin price, but they are able to sell that Bitcoin for, for money. real money. Exactly. So they are, and that is, I guess, the quote-unquote conspiracy, which I don't believe is conspiracy, <laughs> that Tether is uh, falsely propping up the Bitcoin price. And right now, the Bitcoin prices that we see are fake. So some, no- some other notable people have also said this. For example, I would say the founder of Ethereum is... He, has the, he, he is quite trustworthy, I would say, like someone that most people mm-hmm. would probably listen to. He has literally said that Tether is a ticking time bomb. Like just that alone, I i am kind of shocked that people are able to kind of ignore this and continue buying Bitcoin. But I I mean, I can understand. Like there are tons of people on Twitter like the crypto community there are a lot of these of course such as like influencers like i mean anthony anthony pom whatever um pompliano mm-hmm. like, like yes. that guy is like a textbook definition of a snake oil salesman like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we don't we don't want to we... <laughs> like he
1: is a snake oil salesman like that can be the name of this video i'm totally fine with that
0: i i do not anthony i do not share this opinion
1: um he he is a total snake oil salesman i don't even know what he's selling his opinions on tether have like changed throughout the years as well um Mm. like i think initially he was like oh tether is really bad and now he's like oh tether is fud um like this Mm. guy he obviously has a massive stake in bitcoin i am surprised that people could even listen to what this guy is saying like He's biased. He's totally unobjective, mm-hmm. biased opinion.
0: I, I, yeah, I think that's a point that a lot of people sort of miss, and I'm that's why I'm very wary of taking advice, well, at least investing advice from individuals, because we never know their position. Unless they outright say their position yep. on certain things, of course they're going to be biased one way or another. You know, me and you are gonna, gonna, going to be biased if we depending on our position uh so yeah that's one thing it's a very good point he if he if he is open about owning bitcoin he's coming from a he's probably going to be coming from a bullish point because he owns it Mm -hmm. does that doesn't mean that uh what he says is automatically false either
1: um yes that that is true i mean a broken clock can be right two times a day oh boy i agree Um Michael sailor he's like the CEO of MicroStrategy. Like I mm-hmm. I feel like that guy has no idea what he's talking about.
0: Uh, he's okay. just kind
1: of like lucked into I, I wouldn't have said this initially. Like i you probably remember, I was literally telling you mm-hmm. maybe like a few months ago, like, I think Bitcoin's a good buy. I think the swing yes. is going uh for Bitcoin and it's probably a good time to buy. And that this was And
0: I almost bought because of that <laughs> and
1: I think at that time it might have been a good time to buy um yeah I think at that time it was maybe 40k and eventually mm-hmm. it hit like 60k so and right now it's like hovering around 40k I guess mm-hmm. so I think that still would have been good especially because uh, once I kind of learned about uh, tether and I said that it was a good time to sell I remember myself like selling my position and it was at like mm-hmm. 55 or something. So mm-hmm. I think that was still a sizable amount of profit on those of like course. buying and selling points. So um, anyway, so Michael Saylor, he is, I, I don't know. I've heard that he's like just a crackhead. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure he really knows like what he's doing. I think he just got lucky with the Bitcoin bet honestly?
0: I think I think most people who have gotten and I think that's basically everyone's reason of looking even into Bitcoin is the is the FOMO. Yes. And it's one thing I don't have investing. I I don't know why I just don't feel FOMO. It's either up or it's down and it's either an entry point or it's an exit point. That's really how people should think about it. But with Bitcoin And this is everyone I've talked Mm -hmm. to. When we talk about it, it always comes back to, oh, my God, we could have been billionaires (laughs) if we did this. And I'm like, that's great, but that's not the case right now. There are other cryptos that are in Bitcoin's position back Mm -hmm. then, and we can talk about it, about those that way. But talking about how anything was five years ago is not going to help any strategy, unless you're, unless you're learning from it, unless you're looking at supports or, and you're looking at resistant lines. Yeah. Then you have to do some historical researches, but everyone we've talked to, and you can agree on this, all our friends, it's very much FOMO oriented. We missed out on it. We don't want to miss out on the next big Bitcoin Mm -hmm. jump, but really we, if you want to emulate that, you need to be looking at the other cryptos that are, that hasn't popped off yet or any other investments that invest uh, stocks that hasn't popped off yet. Cause that's how you really make the, uh, if you want to have the Bitcoin, Bitcoin uh, uh, experience.
1: So what you just said could probably be like the moral of this whole podcast. Like that mm-hmm. kind of lesson is basically what I want to emphasize as well. Like, our, I agree. Like hot take here. I don't believe in support lines. I don't believe in resistance. Mm-hmm. I think all mm-hmm. of that is just terminology that has been created I agree. to try to rationalize what is going on in the market. Absolutely.
0: I don't think people. I think people who read support and resistance lines. I think they would. I think they will agree with you. I think people who really understand what they are will agree with you. And I'm a beginner in all of this. I've I've been really into this for maybe the last three years, and I'm still a beginner. There's so much more to cover. We have friends who know way more than us, and I w- just looking into it. It's all you're tracking human behavior. You know, just you know, if we're looking at Bitcoin now you know when it broke the 40,000 40k psychological point really it's a human behavior to set to sell at 40k because it's a nice mm-hmm. number if it and the fact that people bought in at 30k same thing i think it's oh i i think 30k is low enough i don't think it's going to go up and people buy it and it goes back up it's all human behavior it's the same thing it's the same reason why there was a huge sell off with doge at around 6 you know 0.69 um it's all it's it's really just tracking human behavior but it doesn't really mean support and resistant lines are false but i totally agree with you they're not they're not just built in they, they they're taking data that that exists and they're making sort of a trend line if 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 anything but it can definitely go. It can definitely go away from
1: that. Right. Um. I. I think the only accurate trend line that you can make is for something like the mm-hmm. S and P five hundred. I think. Uh, right. For any other asset, um, you can try to predict the data all you want. It just won't work. That is my opinion. Fair enough. So. I. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I. feel like there's a lot of trying to like rationalize um what is going on. And I, I think Anthony Pomp, like all these kind of Bitcoin uh, maximalists, they do the same thing. and it's just to calm their followers, I guess, so that they can keep making a buck off their followers. That is
0: oh, what, I'm, mm, that, okay. that, that is
1: what I feel like Bitcoin has become. Mm-hmm. I am doubtful of its actual benefits to our society. Although I did not think this before, I I definitely, I I changed my mind on this. I don't think it has any use. Like right now, I honestly just see it as a big pyramid scheme where you buy in and you wait for a price to go up so that you can sell it to someone who bought later than you.
0: I can't speak for, I guess, many Twitter personalities or anyone for, for that matter, but I know, I really feel strongly that some of the meme pump and dump, they use the mass to profit. They will hype it up, get it to a high price. They already have positions in, in whatever stock that they're hyping mm-hmm. up. They'll hype it up, sell at a high point, and they will say say, you know, you got to hold the line, blah, blah, blah. Because they don't want you to sell when they're selling, of course. Which is, I I think pe- people do catch on at some point,
1: point. and there is. Power I don't know. To the people. Do they? Do they abs? I don't know. They. I don't know if they catch on. <laughs> hmm.
0: I guess. I, I guess I don't have statistics to behind that. <laughs> so yeah, you could be right. You you could be absolutely right. But there is. I mean, what we're seeing with GameStop. Yeah. Uh, is that there is power to power, the players? No, I'm kidding. Uh, there is power to people holding long term, because that that is a one one once in a while scenario where the people are sort of saying no. The enough people are sort of saying mm-hmm. no. Let's hold and let's see what happens. Because for the most part, there's a mass sell off and it just goes back to whatever the value would be. And I don't think the value of GameStop, GameStop is where it is at now, but I could also be completely wrong.
1: Interesting. So, I think GameStop is a unique scenario. Um, Very, so yeah, I, I so with GameStop, yeah, holding, and also it's an uh, actual stock. There's an actual business behind it that can make profit. Mm-hmm. I think that is just like in a different realm um, from something like Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin, honestly, offers. I would say zero or even like negative value to society. There Mm. is not, you're not buying anything. You are literally buying air.
0: Now I, I do think that there could be real world positive consequences. I know there are some negative consequences with energy consumptions Mm -hmm. and whatnot. I do think with Bitcoin, because it has, it has gotten a more per- permanent hold, or at least you can argue it has it has gotten a more per- permanent hold, you could use it for transactions. I mean, um, I, be- I believe people have already used Bitcoin, and they have been using Bitcoin for transactions forever. I mean, especially uh, in the dark web. For a long, long time, they have been using it, and I think it even co- now broken through the mainstream. I don't know if it was... Let me double-check but I believe it was Mark Cuban who was uh, accepting crypto. Yeah. He was
1: accepting Dogecoin.
0: He was accepting Dogecoin. I, yeah, I wanted, yes, Dogecoin. Yes. But either way, even if it's not Bitcoin, there could be positive. Well, not necessarily positive, neutral effect on the world.
1: Um, okay. Uh, I, okay. Let's kind of go off of that. So I, mm. I agree with that. Um, there is, some value from cryptocurrencies uh in their decentralization
0: decentralization yeah oh, have, that's a huge yes, factor
1: yes i have two points to that first is that i am a hundred percent or maybe 99 percent, sure that the majority <laughs> of people that are buying bitcoin are not buying it to use for transactions
0: Mm, okay, fair They're enough. I simply buying
1: you. into the pyramid scheme that Bitcoin is. <laughs> uh, number two is that in in terms of like being a cryptocurrency and its like values, Bitcoin is actually not even that good. Um, there are other ones, other alternatives that are actually way more improved and better than Bitcoin in terms of like energy usage, transaction speed. Um, there's so there's so many. And if you were to evaluate um, Bitcoin like a business and other cryptocurrencies like a business, Bitcoin actually kind of sucks. Kind of the only thing going for Bitcoin is just that other people, other big names have bought it and the price is high right now. But in terms of uh, how much better it is as a cryptocurrency, it's actually not that great. So that's that's kind of... Uh, my argument against Bitcoin specifically.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's true. I think, and back to the FOMO of buying Bitcoin when it was in the dirt. There were many other cryptos in similar similarly in the dirt, uh, and it kind of blew up. And there are many reasons behind it. It was being used, you know, for transactions, uh, and it came to this point. Um, and I think even at forty k again there's no backing because it's crypto but i do feel like it is overvalued at, at that price just given everything behind it but also what is overvalued when it comes to crypto right isn't the value what you really give it what the demand is what the supply is so yes it's tough it's tough to say it's overvalued it's tough to say it's you know there's nothing there it's it's fake money for the most part is not physical. You you pay with credit, you pay off the credit with you know credit when you get paid for by a paycheck, goes to your bank. It is actually credit. You pay you use that credit to pay off other credits. So money itself is quote unquote in the thin air. I I all I can say is cryptocurrency can have a more solid use in the future. I don't know. We definitely not I don't know. I know we don't have the infrastructure now to really work mm-hmm. with it. But you know, if you're in New York City, the subways and all the buses have now implemented the Omni system where you don't even have you don't need a Metro card. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was not gonna be that was not gonna be possible in my lifetime. The way everything is so crap in this in for the MTA. And they really rolled yep. it out in every bus, every every train. You do not need a metrocard, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. And they they put in the infrastructure, they implemented, they rolled it out, and it was a pretty quick turnaround. So, in the future, we could have built-in chips in our hands. Um, speaking of, we got you know I got vaccinated, John. Um, oh, uh, shout out Bill! Shout out Bill Gates. Um, <laughs> um, but. But oh, anyway, yeah, we can talk about Bill Gates. I, too. I digress.
1: I have some juicy stuff yeah. on him.
0: Yeah, just one digre- digression. Uh, in my work, one of my clients was uh, saying, you know, it's really interesting that he got divorced after the vaccine started rolling out. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Makes you think. Yeah. But either way, I bet um... he
1: believes in support lines and resistance.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, okay well let's summarize this part by uh, let me ask you okay so you're pretty bearish on bitcoin you, at the end of this year end of this year twenty twenty. it's christmas it's t- christmas 2021 what do you see where do you see bitcoin you don't have to give a number where do you see it
1: hmm. so this one is tough because even with the tether stuff right like things mm-hmm. happen slow If that makes sense, like there is always going to be kind of a lag to what happens and then the effects of it. It's kind of like the aftershock. Mm -hmm. So uh, with Tether, like I I think, I don't know if it's going to implode like this year, Mm -hmm. but with the way things are going right now, like China just kind of started clamping down on cryptos. And that is huge, Mm -hmm. That was huge. This is, I, I would say, it's like I, I would call it damning actually.
0: Mm-hmm. John, John, could you give maybe a two sentence summary yep. if people didn't yeah. know?
1: So, recently, I think even like a day or two ago, yeah, like a day ago, uh, yeah. China basically publicly said that they were not going to accept cryptocurrency transactions, like, that was their stance mm-hmm. on the cryptocurrency. Um, So you can still, if you're an individual in China, you can still hold your cryptocurrency, but you cannot transact with it. And I believe that this is because China wants to move towards their own digital currency, the digital yuan. Um, This is very beneficial for their government because this allows them to basically track every single one of your transactions using your yuan. You cannot spend a yuan without the government, uh, Xi Jinping knowing about it like he, he hey hey
0: hey hey uh, <laughs> he will know everything <laughs> you do
1: so they want to move towards that like,
0: there will be a cut they will, <laughs> there will be an abrupt cut
1: there <laughs> uh, I don't know why I feel like I'm surprised they let bitcoin kind of go so long actually and they took their time doing this but you know like this is how things work like it's just a natural lag of things right like decisions aren't made immediately this these are huge institutions that are trying to make decisions like i think india is also starting to regulate the cryptocurrency space as well Mm -hmm. and that's basically what half the world maybe even more india and china yeah i would say more yeah. Um, yeah
0: most of the most of the world because they don't like the idea of a decentralized anything yeah the, the government will want to step in and essentially control right. it.
1: Exactly. Huh? Um. So I I feel like that is pretty damning. Like if a person is coming right. into this space and they are yes. actually being objective, they have not been influenced by the the Bitcoin maximalists and the Twitter communities at large, like they are trying to make their own opinion and they actually look at the facts in front of them. I feel like it's hard to make a case for Bitcoin. Like, if you're really thinking about it, I feel like if you're still making a case for Bitcoin, you are in sort of like a denial um, because you really want Bitcoin mm. to continue uh, going back up. So I, I, I feel like I'm surprised that China took so long. I almost feel as if because it's because China knew that Bitcoin was kind of a good way to weaken America, actually. And kind of we get into like kind of world politics here. Uh, 70% of Bitcoin mining is done in China. Um, I, mm-hmm, I believe right. in Xinjiang, they have huge warehouses there where they just mine the yep. out of Bitcoin. And this is very advantageous for China, actually, because this allows them to basically take a lot of wealth from other countries, especially America. And the way this works is you have so much mining of Bitcoin in China People in America are buying that Bitcoin. So, US dollars are flowing into China in exchange for Bitcoin. And this is very profitable because it costs less to mine a Bitcoin than to sell a Bitcoin. There's profit from doing so. So, by doing this, there's mm-hmm. actually a lot of wealth coming, uh, wealth flowing outside of America into China. So, this is, this is an advantageous position for China. And I think this may be one of the reasons why they. Took so long to clamp down on crypto, but now this is kind of like the moment. I don't know. Like the difference in between China and America. I feel like in America our bureaucrats are kind of old and not very technologically aware. In China, it is completely different. They elect based on. actually i I don't know if i would say elect i don't think they do that there but their government is made up of extremely technologically aware politicians and the way Mm -hmm. they see the world is very different from the way our politicians do like i I i'd be surprised if our politicians actually understood like cybersecurity themselves but it's not the same in china
0: i totally agree with you i think it's the burden of being on top for too long and another thing that is advantageous for china something that i don't think is good for the world but it is advantageous is that the the government has more control versus a western country like the us there are things that you can get done much quicker you don't have to go through the bureaucracy Mm -hmm. and you have more power to implement set things Uh, and in america Currently, there is so much infighting going on, and the government just doesn't have enough power. And that's a good thing. That could be a good thing for the people. I think the individual, on an average, can do more with crypto, for example. An individual can do more probably in the U.S. than, let's say, in China. Mm -hmm. China can ban, uh, ban transactions from crypto, and you're basically in that hole. You can't do anything about it. And in the U.S., there are probably if something like that were to happen, like the Donald Trump banning TikTok rumor, mm-hmm. uh, not rumor that yeah. happened, but I'm pretty sure that really amounted to nothing. I'm pretty sure people kept using using it because there was no. It's tough to implement. It's tough to dole out punishment for using it. Yeah. but e- either way, that's a very good point that you made about. Waiting on the news because they could have said it earlier. But right. I feel like they can also, it's almost, it's very similar to the Tether thing that you were talking about uh, making the money, selling it off for a dollar. It's really the oldest trick in the book. And I'm pretty sure in the US, something like that is happening. And it's probably on a much lower scale.
1: With Tether, you mean?
0: No, with just Bitcoin mining. Oh,
1: well. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of the point of mining. Like you use electricity to mine and maybe you use like a hundred dollars of electricity and you right. sell whatever you mine for $200. And mm-hmm. that is kind of the game. It's just that so much of it is happening in China. And I think that is kind of the other counter argument to the fact like whether Bitcoin is actually decentralized. I don't think it is. How can it be
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: Fair so enough. much mining happens in one place? I actually believe maybe China waited on Elon to come out with whatever he said. And because Mm -hmm. the the news did kind of come pretty close together.
0: They were, I think, within a day.
1: So that might have been the turning point that China was waiting for. It's like, okay, this Uh, is probably uh, when Bitcoin kind of crosses that point where it might not even go back up again. And, Mm -hmm. um, all right, we're going to start clamping down. So...
0: See, now, usually I would disagree with you here, but I do think they might have been waiting for, not necessarily Elon, but might have been waiting for something similar to that Mm -hmm. because that was a big announcement. I think Elon said that they won't be, It is that they won't be accepting Bitcoin. Is that correct?
1: Tesla will not be accepting Bitcoin as payment.
0: There you go. And that was probably the worst news for bitcoin I've, that bitcoin has had in a long 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 time i can't even remember in the recent uptick i think there was a huge uh uproar about it a lot of people i mean that's this part of my next topic uh, actually the twitter comments mm. about all of this oh they're just i don't want to say hilarious because these are people's savings and it is hilarious uh, i know, mean
1: like, no, it's sad, you know, I mean... <laughs> but what can you do but laugh? It's
0: sad. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not laughing, but I think it's that's that's the that's the danger about going behind a sole person. Uh, you know, I yep. call it the cult of Elon. Mm. He literally swings things one way or another, and it can it can be very alluring to buy into it and not selling.
1: Yeah, but the the thing is, if your stock can if your if this crypto can be swung just by the force of like one person, like how valuable is it really? Right. Is it really just, I mean, at that point, it's just a pure meme currency that rests solely on human sentiment. Maybe that's like the value of Bitcoin. It just measures like how people are feeling. Like,
0: oh, I mean, I think that's true for anything at the core of it even if you take for example tesla stock you know another elon stock honestly in my opinion tesla is mostly propped up on elon's personality because if it was say bill gates on the helm of tesla i feel like it wouldn't be have the trajectory that it does now i don't think it would be as valued as it does now i think it would have similar trajectory because as a company they have a great outlook on the future they're in the forefront of the EV EV uh, car mm-hmm. market, and that is going to be the future. There's no there's no doubt about that. But the heights it has reached, I do not think that would have happened if anyone else was on, in the helm.
1: Okay, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah, I'll, I'll transition to a, a part. I, I think this is a part where if we had listeners. And I guess it would be our probably our partners slash friends. I would take their questions in this segment. And I actually kind of looked through Reddit and one of the and this is re- regarding stocks in general, not necessarily Crypto John. One of the most prominent mm-hmm. questions that I see unanswered is how do I get into stocks? How do I get into investing? And I think that's a really, really, really interesting question how 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 would if someone came up to you they're completely a new beginner what would you tell them
1: buy high sell low (laughs) um there you have it yeah like if honestly i'm surprised there are so many youtube youtubers uh that talk about stocks and yeah because all the good ones they're really only saying one thing. Like, let's be honest here. All of Benzinga, like all of the stock advice you ever receive, they're really only <laughs> saying this one thing. Like, come on. Like, th- all right, this this is the last thing you'll have to listen on and learn about stocks. Just buy S&P 500 or dollar cost average and hold. <laughs> that That is all. There is nothing else to it. Like, buy something mm-hmm. you think is going to stick around and just hold it. If um, yeah. things go according to plan, you'll double your money every seven years, and that's mm-hmm. essentially it.
0: I think people see the Bitcoin millionaires and Tesla millionaires, for example, for you know for what is worth, and they want that experience. They want to have their money quadruple, grow fourteen times, fifteen mm-hmm. times, forty times large within days. I think that's the big. It's, it's a big scam. A big scam when it comes to investing. Most of the time, it's just being patient and just not looking at it for weeks on end. Yeah, and sort of just looking in. Okay, I'll buy into, as you said, the S and P's. Yeah, you can take a little risk with some money, but really, do not put your life savings to it because for every Bitcoin millionaire, there are probably ninety nine. There's probably nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine <laughs> people that has lost their life savings, and that's another thing that people forget. If you want to make more money, you know, let's say you put in hundred dollars and your something doubles, you're only getting two hundred total back. Mm-hmm. You have to put a lot of money in to even warrant a big profit, exactly. for the most part, which is very scary.
1: Yes. And that's another reason why I don't think uh, Bitcoin is worth going in anymore. The price Mm is 40k right now. And people saying that, oh, it doubled from 20k and it can easily go double again to 80k. No, 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 no. The road from 20k to 40k is very different (laughs) from the road to 40k to 80k. That that, uh, I agree. um, it only gets harder the higher you go up, and I feel like at this point, most people already kind of know about Bitcoin. Like if they would have put in money, they probably would have. I don't. I don't right. see Bitcoin's price going up anymore. And kind of just to put it in there, I feel like by Christmas this year, it will be lower than what it is right now. Maybe even in the twenties, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. To answer the question about the stocks, I actually do have maybe some insight that Mm -hmm. in addition to just like dollar-cost averaging, you know, Holdo, I think something to keep in mind is not every company is born the same. When Coinbase IPO'd, when Uber IPO'd, when Lyft IPO'd, I know a lot of people were kind of clamoring to kind of think about like going in on these kind of uh, hot tech stocks Especially Coinbase, Um, I I remember, quote, Mm -hmm. uh, one person I know, uh, he said that Coin, which is the stock ticker for Coinbase, was a stock that he, he had not looked at stocks in a long time, but coin had made him start looking at stocks again, like he was thinking about getting to coin. And in my mind, I was like, no, like Coinbase is probably the worst thing you can buy. And I feel this way about actually Airbnb as well and uber and lyft like i i would not buy i i agree
0: with you yeah, on that one. i would ones. not
1: buy uber lyft airbnb or coinbase and i think this just comes from thinking about business uh so so for example like right now kind of blue chip stocks that i do believe in are microsoft apple uh, i'm with yeah. you um so those 100 percent. and yeah. the difference between companies like that and like Airbnb or Coinbase is just the amount of like competitive moat they have. And I think we kind of agree on this. Like Coinbase doesn't have a moat. Like there are so, it's so easy for another company to come in and do exactly what Coinbase does. Like Coinbase doesn't have a platform. And it's this is the same reason why if Robinhood IPO'd, I also wouldn't buy Robinhood stock. Because it's mm-hmm. so easy to make a competitor. They don't really have... A good grip on you to make you like not to make you not want to leave there's no ecosystem and the same with airbnb like there there could easily be another airbnb and there's not much friction in leaving same with uber and lyft uber and lyft are honestly identical companies um, yeah so so there's not really a competitive advantage there so that's why i wouldn't yeah. put my money into those stocks um so i think when you're choosing stocks as long as you kind of choose companies that do have moats like apple microsoft these are like platforms or like ecosystems you'll be good
0: yeah i think uh with uber and lyft i think um, i'm a lot more leaning towards yeah i don't think they can build up to uh, more or if they can i'm not i wouldn't bet on it and by the way we're not financial advisors at all we're idiots I, i'm a financial um, advisor just, okay I, He's not a uh, 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 New York attorney general. We are not. Um, I do, I, I could see for Airbnb. I know we, we have friends who are pretty bullish on Airbnb. I personally am not, but I am, i am definitely, I can definitely see more with Airbnb. They have the, I would say the clout and the resources to do more mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. where if someone does come in, a competitor does come in, they can do more uh there because they they really got ahead it's very similar to tesla any other ev companies have they have a harder time uh competing with tesla because they're so established in the ev
1: world uh well i think tesla is different though because there's actually mm-hmm. something tesla had to build your b oh, that's these
0: i i agree i agree no no, no I, I think it the similarities don't go beyond that uh really well i guess the similarities i, I see what you mean though like, Air- people yeah. already
1: are using airbnb there would be Ex- exactly yes, okay, there's inertia like, to if, changing
0: mm-hmm. i think when a company does that well basically you use that word uh, as um as just a substitute for i forget there's a term for that you know even if we're looking for, uh, you know, a place to stay, we say, "Oh, we'll look for Airbnb." We may not necessarily mean we're looking for Airbnb. We're looking for hotels. Ooh. We're looking for other places, but it, it becomes synonymous for looking for a place to stay. That's when you break that that mainstream, essentially, lexicon. You know, Tesla can be almost right now. EVs are Tesla. Tesla's are yep. EVs. There's really nothing out there that has the same level uh the Tesla that's Tesla mm-hmm. does. And that's that's the that's really where the similarities end. I totally agree with you. So I could see Airbnb surviving and make maybe they can make a lot more of it, but you're totally right. Companies like Microsoft, companies like Apple, I think Disney is kind of getting to yeah. that point for, yes. for me where they have all these avenues that one if one fails, oh that's okay. We're literally making profit yeah. with the other the nine other avenues long-term and i'm with you on the long-term aspect of investing it's always best to look long-term just put your money and monitor it but you know expect to be patient Mm -hmm. and it does pay off but hey you know who knows uh someone out there could be listening as a bitcoin millionaire and laughing at us because or gamestop millionaire for, for for that matters i mean uh, we failed on that. I failed on that. So, you know, kudos to anyone who made a lot of money from these pump and dump stocks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes.
0: No shame in the game.
1: And that being said, I still think it's early for Dogecoin.
0: Mm, so, okay.
1: Especially because it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. I think the run is kind of still beginning. There is still a lot of space for more memes. So, if you have rainy day funds, i approve of putting it into dogecoin
0: mm-hmm. i agree i think doge is i think there are steps to like breaking through essentially there are ceilings that you have to break yeah. through and right now doge has broken through a lot and they still have a long way to go but it may not be a bad investment for long term yeah. if you have some funds that you don't mind completely losing yeah. it may not be the worst decision to kind of let it sit there. Because in the short term, I think it's going to go down a little mm-hmm. further. But for me, the next break is the 0. 0.69. If it goes above 0. 0.8, 0. Uh-huh. 9, I think I can believe in, okay, there's going to be another probably big dump around $1. Mm-hmm. And then we can see if it keep, keeps going up. Because if it if it in the next three, four years breaks $1, breaks $2, $5, I think that that's going to keep keep it rolling but it will have to be very very long term
1: oh yeah if it breaks five dollars like
0: yeah i i think that would be that's astronomical
1: yeah. yeah but either way i like ethereum too
0: oh it, yeah eth they yes. recently came Absolutely. out with some news
1: um that they're going to do some work on ethereum to make it 99 yes. mm-hmm. more Deficient. efficient so yes
0: I love love that. I think I think Ethereum and I think we spoke I, I well we didn't speak about it per, uh, just us two but I was saying it on our group chat Ethereum is it's looking yeah. good in terms of it's kind of being left behind in the crypto talks but there's a lot of work being done behind the scenes and like you said they're working on they there there are also platforms made with Ethereum that's that's correct right John there's usage yes, behind it. You can actually it. do stuff, uh,
1: something with it, unlike Bitcoin. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and I like this outlook of that. There's, there, there's not much of a doubt. not down. There's many downfalls to it, but you can put something mm-hmm. to it. You can say, okay, you know, there, there'll be uses for it in the future, and I like that. Yeah, we talked about serious stuff. I do wanna. I have a topic that's more, um, a little bit more fun, if you will. And if you remember, we we did record a podcast before this uh, that will that, that is that will be referred to as the lost one, where we kind I'll of established a pattern. Uh, <laughs> we established a pattern of talking about serious things, of course, but also following it up with some more light news and something that I've been doing. Uh, I've gotten TikTok, so my friend, uh, one of our friends, is a huge TikTok user keeps posting these I think I may know who you're
1: talking about
0: oh yeah of course honestly I'm impressed by half the things he posts because the creativity the work behind these essentially teenagers or early adults it's amazing Mm -hmm. you you can't deny it I mean in the beginning you know there was a lot of talks about it being a Chinese spy app which it still yep. might be. We, we don't really know. I'm pretty sure they know exactly what a Western teen will do uh, at this point. But, you know, going going into it. It's not uh,
1: very valuable. I feel like they might have already been able to guess.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. There's I think there's a lot to gain in terms of data mining. I think there's so much to gain. Um, but my favorite things. Uh, so they have this uh, For You page, which is just random videos that are trending. Yeah. I guess, you know, a lot of it is really creative, really smart. A lot of it is just jokes and clearly scripted things. Uh, But there are, there is a subset of women who are using everything to hustle. And I respect it for one thing, you know, power to them, but my enjoyment comes from the comments uh, of these TikToks. And it is hilarious how (laughs) there is there are a couple comments when where this there's someone just so down bad that they're just they want to be noticed more than anything and these these uh, women will do uh, live streams of themselves and they're just commenting nonstop. It, it essentially boils down to please read my name I just love it. I don't know. I think I, I that part of human nature is so fascinating to me.
1: Okay, I know what you need to send me after.
0: <laughs> I don't. I I don't have these things saved, obviously. But it's just.
1: What I mean, don't, it, don't I lie mean, to me. Share the goods. I, I do
0: not. I do not have any of these saved. But YouTube comments are similar in that way to uh, Twitch. By the way, I don't know if you use Twitch at all. Yeah. Their front page is just now all girls in bathtub. I think a lot of people look down on it. I actually think it's the most empowering time that anyone has ever had. Anyone can do something. We couldn't do this. Us two couldn't do this. And people are just using whatever they have in their arsenal, sometimes their bodies, to basically get what they want. And that is so awesome.
1: Yeah. I think quote-unquote like professionals are are scared right now uh-huh, like did you right? see donkey's rap video on youtube it's like uh,
0: if it's the recent one it's I the recent not.
1: one and uh, okay. people were kind of um so that came out i think around or might have been the same day as j cole's new album and mm, it okay. was like way more like poppin so
0: okay i have to li- have to listen to it i heard the j cole one and i was underwhelmed <laughs> by it and i'm kind of a j cole fan
1: yeah so i feel like regular people are coming up like there is so much talent like these yes, i yes. guess real stars like they better watch out because we're coming
0: <laughs> we yeah. are com- right.
1: Dun- you know, coming right don't don't coming i'm coming for you anthony Pompliano.
0: <laughs> oh god we're gonna get a season desist.
1: I see you, you sure. snake oil salesman.
0: Oh, okay. I do not share these opinions. I agree. I think today's Einstein is making a TikTok mm. and making millions. They're, they are not finding the next equation to solve the space-time uh, riddle. I kind of like it. I kind of yeah. like that. But e- e- either way, there's traps that are out there in social media. And the people are either commenting seriously or they're doing satirically um, you know there's one aspect of you know these guys I think the term is now simping um, and then the comments under the simping you know saying you good bro Yo, you you need help man <laughs> which, which I love because that's the fellow man coming for the other fellow man yeah that's awesome that's all I gotta say about that man
1: yeah we all simps or something
0: Oh, that's a good. Mm, I like that. That could be the title of this podcast, honestly. Sibs
1: for something. I kind of like sure Snake Girl Salesman, Anthony Pump. Better, but...
0: Okay, no, that's not going to be anything. I may have to cut it <laughs> out. I do not know. We're coming up to an hour.
1: Yeah, this was great. Uh, yeah,
0: there there were a lot of other topics, which is awesome that we covered that we didn't run out because my, my initial fear going into this was. I wouldn't have enough things to to throw at you. No,
1: no. I I feel like I'd even get your opinions on it. Like it was a very one-sided thing. So yeah.
0: I think that's okay. I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, One, I didn't have as strong opinions on it. And two, I think you're way more informed about this than I was. So please don't apologize. That's okay.
1: Yeah, but I feel like we could just talk forever about like anything. We're we're super opinionated. Like I'm very opinionated on Anthony Pompliano. I am not. Um, okay.
0: Oh, okay. We have to you know I'm I have to take out half of like ninety percent of the mentions. I do not have enough fun facts to cover all those cuts.
1: Yeah man, I could just keep it going. I have a list. I will just keep it going. But that oh, that could be God. for the next one.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think we can save a lot a lot of things for the next one. Um, and it's we're getting off at the perfect time because uh, Lakers and Golden State Warriors are about to start. Um, Steph versus LeBron. Oh, LeBron's so back! That
1: the king. Yeah, LeBron's
0: back. Yes, King James is back. There's a play-in tournament. It's it's just a yeah. money grab, but whatever. I, gu- I guess he got, <laughs> he got his juice today. He got his juice today. What? What? Either way. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you, John. Right, um hopefully this was worth the listen, and hopefully people will be I don't think anyone's gonna listen to this. let's be honest, but if there is a, a human ear a human set of ears listening to this or alien think, set of ears or aliens, honestly, I think this is gonna be discovered like ten years down the line <laughs> um when you become famous for indecent exposure or something like that. And then someone's like, oh, this is the same, a same guy? Oh, let me listen to his ramblings. I think that's how, and if you, if you yeah. do listen, oh, thank you. Hopefully you continue on.
1: Can't contain the truth. It always comes out. Okay, I love it.
0: That's where we're ending it. That's perfect. <laughs> yes, the truth always comes out. If you have listened this far, thank you for listening. And tune in next time where I review Donkey's new rap, and John settles an age-old debate. Is cereal a soup? Goodbye.